Welcome to Straight Up Small Business, the podcast for startup and scaling up entrepreneurs who are ready to take their business to the next level of profit. I'm Beck Buchanan, an accountant turned virtual bookkeeping business owner. I'm super passionate about small business and helping entrepreneurs fall in love with their numbers in order to achieve their goals. If you ever feel confused, unsure, or overwhelmed about the financial side of your business, then you've come to the right place. This podcast covers bookkeeping, finance, and small business topics discussed in a straight up way. My goal for each bite-sized episode is to inform and inspire you to make the next best decision in your business backed by financial know-how so you can create the business of your dreams. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes and let's dive in. Before we kick off, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the Bundjalung Nation, whose country I am on while recording this episode. I respect their elders from the past, present, and those emerging as the traditional custodians of this beautiful land. So wherever you're listening to this today, I acknowledge the lands on which you are and those First Nations people who lived and worked there for over 70,000 years. Welcome to episode 68 of the Straight Up Small Business Podcast. This is my first episode that I'm recording since being back from a week in Bali. I'm so grateful to have had that break. The energy of Bali was so invigorating and I really felt tapped into life when I was there. The hustle and bustle really agreed with me and I loved surfing, riding motorbikes and seeing the beautiful scenery. We're already planning a trip back for 2024. I just absolutely love that place. I went away thinking I would have all sorts of light bulb moments about my life and business while I was there, but I didn't. Nothing at all of note came into my mind on that holiday. I didn't even finish the book that I started reading and I took three thinking I was going to read three of them. In fact, one day I had to do a tiny bit of work and I ended up sending an email to the wrong person who had the same name as the intended person that I wanted to send the email to. And that was a big red flag to just stop working as my brain clearly wasn't in the game and to stop thinking generally about anything too serious. It was a universal cue to just enjoy the moment and the moments with my family instead, which pretty much just involved looking around in awe at everything. Today's episode is less exciting than a Bali holiday, but I do feel called to talk about this topic today. I'm going to be talking about fixed assets and depreciation as I want to ensure small business owners have a high level understanding of what it is and a knowledge of why they need to care. If you're not a bookkeeper or an accountant, then you don't need to be doing any depreciation in your business books, but understanding the concept will help you make more sense of your financials and potentially make good investment decisions heading into financial year end and beyond. Also, the reason I felt called to talk about this today is because on the 9th of May, when the 2023-24 to Australian budget was announced, a change to the instant asset write-off threshold was included in the budget announcement, which impacts small businesses. So I want to ensure you know about this and consider if it impacts you. Okay, let's dive in. I will start with explaining what fixed assets and depreciation is and why. 
Fixed assets are resources purchased for the long-term use in a business to generate income and they're not likely to be sold for cash within 12 months. They have a useful life of more than one year and are recorded on the balance sheet of a business. If you've listened to my previous podcast episodes where I've spoken about the balance sheets, where I'm always trying to remind business owners to care about it, you will know I love to describe the balance sheet of a business as made up of assets, which is what a company owns, less liabilities, which is what a company owes. So fixed assets are something a company owns and they are a special type of asset that is shown separately within the asset category on the balance sheet. But more on that in a minute. Fixed assets can include buildings, computer equipment, software, furniture, land, vehicles, and machinery that is owned by a business. As bookkeepers for small business clients, we regularly account for fixed assets in the form of desktop computers that have been purchased, laptops, leasehold improvements, like when a shop is being fitted out, vehicles, machinery, and office equipment. Now, at this point, I think it's worth me saying that if the item purchased did not have a useful life of more than 12 months and didn't provide long-term benefits to a business, then it would be recorded as an expense on the profit and loss report of a business rather than as an asset on the balance sheet. A profit and loss report shows the revenue and expenses of a business over a 12-month period. So, for example, office supplies like paper and stationery are expensed immediately on the company's profit and loss report. They don't have long-term benefits or a useful life of more than a year and are therefore not included on the balance sheet. This is distinct from buying a new Apple Mac laptop to use in your business, which you would hope is going to last more than a year. This would be coded as a fixed asset on your balance sheet, probably under the heading computer equipment or office equipment. And a note on this, when we help clients clean up their bookkeeping, this is often an area of misunderstanding. Business owners using Xero, for example, start coding stationery as office equipment or Apple Macs as office expenses, for example. So they get it mixed up and put the wrong thing on the balance sheet and the wrong thing on the P&L. It's worth being aware of this distinction and knowing which report the account codes reside on as it impacts what your business results are if you're looking at them during the year and making decisions on them where your tax accountant or bookkeeper hasn't jumped in and fixed up your coding if it was incorrect. So I hope that tip helps you avoid those mistakes. Okay, moving on. Fixed assets do need to be expensed to the profit and loss report or the P&L at some point though. As you can imagine, a 10-year-old Apple Mac laptop isn't worth what it was when it was purchased and it follows that it doesn't make sense to have it showing as an asset on the company's balance sheet 10 years on at the value that it had in the purchase year. The way fixed assets are expensed to the P&L is via depreciation. Fixed assets are subject to depreciation to account for the loss in their value as the assets are used. This is with the exception of land. The ins and outs of depreciation is the stuff of bookkeeping and accounting text, so I won't go into it here other than to conceptually explain it for you. According to the ATO, as an example, a desktop computer has a useful life of four years. So if the computer costs you $4,000 at purchase, then this would be recorded on your balance sheet as $4,000 worth of computer equipment. Then every year for four years, the computer will be depreciated till its value goes down to nil. 
A straight line depreciation method would mean $1,000 of depreciation per year over four years would be booked. And another form of depreciation, which is called the diminishing value method, would assume that the computer's value decreases more in the early years of its effective life and depreciation is calculated a little bit differently. But I digress. The way depreciation is booked is to show a depreciation expense on your profit and loss report and to show accumulated depreciation as a negative asset on the balance sheet. So on the balance sheet, after four years, the value of that computer that I just used in the example would be nil if you subtract the accumulated depreciation of $4,000 from the original asset value of $4,000 in that example. Okay, if I'm losing you, let me bring this back to being relevant. The reason business owners need to care about depreciation is because it impacts your taxable income. Businesses are taxed on their profit. So having higher depreciation methods, which equals higher expenses, means less profit and therefore less tax to be paid. And most business owners want to minimize their tax in legitimate ways, of course. Now that you understand a bit about what a fixed asset is, how it is expensed to your P&L over time according to its useful life and how this expensing can impact the tax your business needs to pay, let me take you through some current issues in the depreciation world. Since 2015 in Australia, the government has been trying to incentivize small businesses to invest in their business by letting them reduce their taxable income through instantly writing off qualifying assets with a value up to a certain amount to the P&L of their business that would have historically had to have been depreciated over the useful life of the asset. This is known as the Instant Asset Write-Off Scheme. The scheme's threshold for assets that can be written off has changed over the years from assets costing less than 20k up to 25k, then 30k, and then this scheme peaked at 150,000k during COVID, and that's still the limit right now. So, to explain, if you purchased a $150,000 piece of equipment for your business and had it installed and ready to use before the end of this financial year, then you can expense this to your P&L when preparing your June 2023 tax return if you would like to do so in order to reduce your taxable income and pay less tax this financial year. Whilst it's your accountant that would likely be doing the writing off and depreciation, business owners need to be aware of these schemes and initiatives in order to take advantage of them. Note that there is a car cost limit in place though. This changes every year and at the moment in the 2022-2023 financial year, the limit is $64,741 and that means the maximum value that can be used for calculating depreciation on the business use of a car is $64,741 even if the car costs $150,000. It's also worth noting here that there are two depreciation concepts. One is book depreciation and the second is tax depreciation. Book depreciation is where fixed assets are depreciated over their useful life, like I described earlier in that computer example, whereas tax depreciation is used to get the maximum tax deductions regardless of the asset's useful life. For instance, writing a car off in the year it was purchased for tax purposes, even though its useful life is eight years. Now, 
Book depreciation is still often used in your financial reporting, even though you've fully written off an asset for tax purposes, so that the true value of the asset or assets in your business is shown on your balance sheet at any given point in time. And this is important if you're wanting to go for a bank loan or if you're trying to sell your business or if you're just wanting to look at your financials to see the value of your business generally, you don't want to have all of your expensive assets hidden from view by having been depreciated immediately on the profit and loss report when you purchase them because that's a bit misleading in terms of what your company is actually worth. Okay, so back to the instant asset write-off scheme. This scheme was set to end on the 30th of June, 2023 in Australia, where going forward fixed assets costing over just $1,000 for businesses with aggregated turnover below 10 million, which is going to, I think, be all of my listeners, would need to be depreciated over their useful life rather than instantly expense for tax purposes. Given the threshold is currently $150,000 and it was set to go down to just $1,000 on the 1st of July, you could imagine that many businesses who invest in fixed assets were freaking out about the change and scrambling to purchase and install their expensive assets before the 30th of June cutoff in order to maximize their tax deductions before this scheme comes to an end. However, The government changed their mind and announced in the latest budget that the instant asset write-off scheme would be extended through to the 30th of June 2024, with a threshold of $20,000 per asset that can be instantly written off. And assets valued at $20,000 or more, which cannot be immediately deducted under this scheme, can be placed into a small business simplified depreciation pool and depreciated at 15% in the first income year and 30% each income year after that. Now note that this is not yet law, but it's highly likely to eventuate. So what does all this mean for you as a business owner? Well, one, you should understand conceptually what fixed assets are and how they are expensed to the profit and loss report of your business over their useful life and why. Two, you should know that in order to incentivize small businesses to invest in equipment and pay less tax as a benefit of that, that the government has been offering an instant asset write-off scheme since 2015. Three, you should know as a bit of common knowledge that the instant asset write-off scheme was due to end at 30 June 2023, but in May 2023, the government changed the plan and have announced an extension of the scheme for assets up to $20,000 through to 30th of June 2024. And number four, as we near the end of the financial year, you can consider if there are any asset purchases that you would like to make in your business that will reduce your taxable income. At the moment, the limit is $150,000 per asset that can be written off immediately. Though, do you know the car cost limit that I mentioned earlier? From 1 July, this threshold will reduce down from $150,000 per asset to $20,000 per asset. And note that the asset has to be installed and ready for use by the 30th of June in order to be deducted in this manner. Now, a little business like mine isn't making big asset purchases of $150,000 that I can use for a deduction and yours perhaps isn't either. But some of my clients make hundreds of thousands of dollars of profit per month. So initiatives like this are extremely helpful for them in managing their tax affairs and planning the timing of their investment purchases. And I hope by sharing this episode with you that this knowledge might be useful in managing your business and tax affairs as well. 
Thank you so much for listening to me today. I hope you got something out of this episode or at least a a little bit more about depreciation and don't just think it's something that you can't understand at all. And I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening in today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, I'd be so grateful if you left a review. And if you're not already, please connect with me on Instagram. My handle is straightup underscore bookkeeping. And if you'd like to know more about how I can help you be successful in running your small business, please check out my website, straightupbookkeeping.com.au for details around my signature bookkeeping and zero course, Bookkeeping It Real, and also my done for you bookkeeping services. Thanks again and see you next week.